This episode of the Case for Safety podcast is sponsored by Safety 2022. Welcome to the Case for Safety podcast. Our conversations with safety experts aim to share ideas and insights you can use to help your organization benefit from efforts to improve worker safety and health. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. It is National Safety Stand Down Week to prevent falls in construction. What is a safety stand down, you might ask? Well, uh, here to help us answer that question and some others uh, related to the National Safety Stand Down, I'm happy to welcome back to the show, uh, Lauren Bauerschmidt. Lauren is a certified safety professional and manager of standards development at ASSP. Uh, Lauren, welcome back. Great to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. It's nice to be on your podcast once again. Great to have you back. So now we're talking about the National Safety Stand Down to Prevent Falls in Construction. Let's start at the beginning to help our listeners become more familiar. What exactly is a safety stand down? Yes, let's start at the beginning and everyone on the same page. So it's really a voluntary event where employers talk to their employees about safety. That You could have a stand down really about anything. But today we're really specifically talking about the national safety stand down to prevent falls in construction, which really focuses on fall hazards and the importance of fall protection and prevention. And it's really, again, an opportunity to have that discussion to talk through safety hazards in the workplace. Now, Obviously, you know, you want to take time to remind you, your workforce about hazards, but when it comes to the falls in construction, why, why is that, you know, a, a topic that's specifically called out for it's really it's its own week to have its own safety stand down? Well, absolutely. You know, we could argue that you should be talking about all these safety hazards and uh, prevention any time of the year, but sometimes we're so busy, Scott, that we sometimes just keep going forward and really need to take that time to stop, pause, look around and have that discussion. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Michigan and we joke that there's two seasons in Michigan, it's winter and construction. So we're kind of leaving the season of winter and at least in these Northern states entering the season of construction. So, it might have been a while since you were out on a construction site. Uh, maybe you were doing inside construction jobs. Now you're outside. So that's one of the reasons why the National Safety Prevention Week is now. And really fatalities caused by falls from elevation continue to be a leading cause of death. So we really want to make sure that people know that these risks are there and how you can work to reduce them and keep your workers as safe as you can. Absolutely. There are other safety stand downs throughout the year that we want folks to keep an eye out for just as a reminder to, you know, as you mentioned, everybody's busy throughout the year and to take that time to remind your workforce about some of these hazards is always really important. So what are some ways that people can participate in the safety stand down and help educate their workforce about fall hazards in construction? Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of ways you can do that. So one way employers can plan a toolbox talk. So it's really an opportunity to chat again out maybe on the construction site, maybe take some time before the shift starts to review. Okay, today we're going to be doing these types of tasks that have these types of risks. Let's talk about ways that we're going to be using fall protection, fall arrest systems to keep everyone as safe as possible. Um, you could also do a safety activity. So maybe you could do a safety equipment inspection. 
it's easy just to pull on that harness and, and go, but you really, it's important to make sure that all of your equipment is exactly how it should be. So making sure that nothing is frayed, nothing is ripped, whether it's the harness or your lanyard. You could also talk about rescue plans. So it's one thing to prevent these uh, incidents from happening, but if something does happen, how do you rescue somebody who um, maybe is in that harness or is in a place that needs that you need help? So there are many ways that you can discuss ways to keep your folks safe. Again, it could be something where you're on a roof, you could be on scaffolding, you could be on a ladder. There's lots of work at heights situations. Ladders can be one of those things like hit the ladder, no big deal. I'm going to go, you know, take my Christmas lights down now. Like I mentioned, we're entering and we're leaving the winter season. It's still important. You're still up at heights and you still want to be really careful um, whenever your feet uh, are leaving the ground. Very, very good point. Now, for those safety professionals out there who may not be as familiar with some of the different hazards associated with working at height, what are some resources they might be able to, to tap into to you know help educate themselves so then they can take the opportunity during the stand down and throughout the year to help educate their workforce? You know what is so awesome, Scott? I am not someone who is out there working on a construction site. As you mentioned, I uh, sit in office and I work on standards. But in preparing for this, you know, you can do some quick searches online and find so much information. So OSHA actually has a website chock full of information. So you don't need to be the person who's designing the training. They have a lot of that there. So they've got a fall prevention training guide for employers and I'll walk you through different training tips for the trainers. So maybe you haven't been someone who is gonna show, maybe somebody how to put a harness on or things like that. All sorts of training topics, educational resources, and are you ready for this? Even videos in both English and Spanish. So you really are making sure that you're reaching everybody who's out there working. It's really important that when you are doing this training, that you are speaking the language that the employers understand so that everyone is as safe as possible. There's all sorts of stuff. And there are partners that work with OSHA for these stand downs. ASSP, of course, being one of them, NIOSH, CPWR, NSC. There's even a fall hazard quiz kind of helping to set the stage. Do I understand what the risks are? Do I understand how to solve some of these risks. So it's really, there's so much information. And then one last piece I will throw out there, the Susan Harward training grant through OSHA. Holy cow. I clicked that one and it's any type of safety information you could ever want is there. And if you click F and get to fall protection, that's just the fall protection stuff. So for all of you safety folks out there who are doing these different toolbox talks and chatting with your employees, whether you are in construction, in manufacturing, wherever you are, and you just, oh my gosh, I, I came across something. I'm not quite sure how to discuss it. I need some resources. It is there. These hardware training grants are put together by other nonprofits supported by OSHA. So much information. So I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, now I got to go come up with a training course. And I got to make a PowerPoint. No, a lot of resources are out there. So absolutely go, go find them and use them. You talked about toolbox talks. That's something I've always been really interested in. It seems like that's a really, a really good 
uh, tool that, you know, safety professionals and employers can use to just kind of, you know, take a little bit of time throughout the day, you, you know, b- before before the work begins to talk about these. So I want to talk a little more about, about toolbox talks and how you can use those to help educate your workforce. You know, you want your toolbox with you when you're doing these jobs, right? And so what kind of tools are in your toolbox? So you've got the actual physical tools to do your job, but you also need that knowledge and the training. So it's something you're just going to take along with you. So like you said, Scott, it's really an opportunity to spend a few minutes. It doesn't need to be some hour long, you know, sitting in a conference room. It's really helpful when you're out there on the manufacturing floor, out there on the construction site, you can point to these areas. You can talk with the employees. The piece I haven't really talked about yet that's so important, Scott, is getting that feedback from the employees who are doing the work. They often will have ideas of how to improve things or, hey, if we could do these things a little bit differently, is there a way that we can make an adjustment? So the toolbox talk not only is a time to provide training, it's a time to have that communication back and forth. You're really building on that trust. You want to know that someone cares about you. You're going out and doing some jobs that, you know, are pretty tough. We want to make sure that everyone feels safe doing it. You have the resources that you need. So the toolbox talk is a fun little way to think about your little toolbox that you're taking with you. But again, it's more than just the equipment. It's all that knowledge, both ways that um, can really be shared in these few moments together. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Now, I would be remiss. I feel like we're talking about fall protection on an ASSP podcast. I feel like we'd be remiss if we did not talk about the, the Z359 committee, which you work with very closely. So I wonder if we could touch on that a little bit, what, you know, what the Z359 committee does and what the Z359 standards can offer to organizations and safety professionals to help them improve their fall prevention programs. Oh my gosh. How much time do you have? I could talk about standards all day, Scott, and I know you can too. Um, yes, the Z359 Fall Prevention and Fall Arrest Committee is an amazing group of 75 organizations working on about 18 different standards from an overall fall protection program to put in place to very specific standards on harnesses, on self-protecting lanyards. There are some really smart folks on this committee who work in the industry, who are either manufacturers or end users who really understand, you know, it's complicated, right? It's not just put a harness on and you're good. You gotta think about what you're connecting yourself with. Is it a lanyard? Is it a self-protecting lanyard? How far could I potentially fall? Is my anchorage above my head? Um, What am I anchoring to? Is that gonna hold me? It's really, complicated stuff. So we've got amazing folks who work on these standards to help give all of our end users and trainers the resources and information they need so that when they're out there on the construction site, they're in the manufacturing areas. Okay, here's the best practice. We have OSHA, we have the minimum bar. Let's take it that next step. Let's follow these Z359 standards. Um, You will see some equipment that is stamped uh, Z359. So you know that it has complied with the testing requirements and all the design requirements. They do a tremendous job writing very technical standards. You know what? The Z359 committee members have come on this podcast. They've helped written articles. They have helped um, doing webinars. There's a lot of resources out there so that you can kind of get that translation from really technical material that you can implement 
to, gosh, how have you done it? How have you implemented it? Let's see if we can, you know, share resources. So this group is amazing. We had a meeting yesterday actually and had extremely technical conversation that Scott and I loved, um, but it's great. You've got industry leaders coming together to figure out what are these next steps? How can we continue to keep people safe, especially like um, self-retracting lanyards, for instance, they're being used in different ways than maybe were initially thought. Okay, how can we work to understand that and still keep people as safe as possible? Yeah, definitely encourage folks to, to check out uh, all uh, the great information Z359 has out there. You can check that out on, on ASSP.org as, well as, uh, uh, as well as a lot of other fall protection resources. So uh, uh, anything else you'd like to add about uh, the National Safety Standout to Prevent Falls in Construction or you know, fall prevention in general as, as we wrap up? Um, I would just say take the time. It's worth it to take those five minutes, 10 minutes, either before a shift, um, really connect with your workers, talk about falls, talk about preventing them, the ways that you can do it. It really is important, like I said, not only to be aware of the different hazards so that people are being safe, but to have that communication so that everyone um, has that psychological safety and physical safety to do their job the best they can. So go out there, find those resources. Like I said, there's so much out there that's free and available. So go out there and, and share the, the good word and news and information about safety and keeping people safe. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that this is such a huge issue. As we noted, this, this accounts for so many injuries and fatalities in the construction industry. So I think any steps you can take for organizations and safety professionals to help educate your workforce about you know how to stay safe and working at height is uh, well worthwhile. So uh, uh, thank you so much again for coming on, Lauren. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. So did I. Join us for Safety 2022 to gain top quality education from leaders in occupational safety and health, network with thousands of other OSH professionals, and learn about the latest product and service innovations in the field. The Safety 2022 Professional Development Conference and Exposition will take place June 27th through the 29th, both online and in person in Chicago, Illinois. Learn more and register at safety.assp.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Case for Safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at ASSP.org and follow us on Twitter at ASSP Safety. We'll see you next time.